I'm the Empress. I can do whatever I want. It's it's. I'll I'll just murder people and whatever. Welcome to episode 54. What? What are you doing? Because <laughs> I can't remember if it's 54. Wait, which one is it? I was asking a question. It's like 61 or something. Is it? Oh god, I've been away, haven't I? You've been away for a long time. Should I do it again or, or are you going to leave no, one? No, I think you should um, roll with it. Episode 54, <laughs> the second episode 54. Point, point two. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hello and welcome to episode was it 60, 63, you said, or 62. Of, somewhere yeah. in the 60s, anyway. <laughs> of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock, Paper, Shotguns podcast, and the only gaming podcast you need, in my opinion. I am this week's lead voicer, Alice Bell, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Brendan Caldwell. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Good. Glad to hear it. And we're joined excitingly this week by... Catherine Castle. How are you, Catherine? I'm very well, thank you. A podcast favourite for your intimate knowledge of every <laughs> gaming soundtrack ever produced in the history yes. of ever. <laughs> well, are you all right, Alice? To... I, yeah, thank you for asking, actually, Catherine. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad one of you cares. Um, Have you recovered yeah, no, from, I'm your, good. from your pox? Yeah, just about. I was ill and then... <laughs> I honestly, I sounded amazing. I should have just done a podcast. Um, I was <laughs> ill, and then I was on holiday, and now, but I'm here now, so you know everything's fine. But thank you very much. Good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. How how is everyone? Have we had a good week? Yeah. Yep. It's been busy. Okay. <laughs> very busy. Very busy. Brendan, Not you you were. In the day. You were uh, sort of up to your eyeballs in your Soul Calibur review, weren't you? Yeah, I've been very busy the last couple of weeks because we, did, we didn't have a podcast last week because we missed you too much and we thought, no, we'll wait until Alice comes back. Oh, thank you. It, it wasn't because... because I had three reviews to do at the same time <laughs> and couldn't manage to do a podcast. And I, we also timed our um, holidays singularly very badly because... Dave was off and I was off and I think Graham was off a part of my holiday as well which meant that Brendan was in charge of everyone else and also doing three reviews <laughs> but it's good because I got lots to talk about I played Thronebreaker the card game and I played Rimworld and I played Soul Calibur so I'm like oh, king of the games go. now king of the <laughs> games well interesting you should say that Brendan <gasps> It's almost as if you know what the topic of this week's podcast is, because this week we're going to be talking about our favourite kings and queens and, you know, reigning monarchs in, in video games. Uh, just, I think, mainly because of what we've been playing this week. 
God save our <laughs> Do games even have national anthems? The ones that have kings and queens, they don't have national anthems, do they? I don't know. I feel. I think Papers Please might do. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah. That's a republic, remember. though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's no, there's no king or queen in that one. Uh, well, I mean, no, that's true. I'm trying to think now, but I don't think they do. Um, I do quite like, well, let, I mean, let's start. I'll throw out a monarch. I am going to go with uh, a recent monarch who was deposed and then reposed. Uh, Emily <laughs> Coldwin from... Reposed is a word. Don't laugh at me. Um, <laughs> Emily Coldwin from Dishonored 2 and technically Dishonored as well, but she wasn't properly the empress then. She was only uh, a princess then. Yeah. She was she well, was in guess, training. I, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it about Emily Coldwin that you like? Is it because she... Do you like a monarch who neglects her duties and goes out and runs on rooftops? Is that what you yes. like in a monarch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like Emily because she uh, she rolls her sleeves up and gets her hands dirty. And if you if you play as nasty Emily, she's like, nah, I'm the Empress. I can do whatever I want. It's it's I'll I'll just murder people and whatever. But if you play as nasty Emily, uh, nice Emily, uh, she sort of has a bit of character growth where she's like, oh, maybe it's bad that y- you know we live in rich houses and I eat you know stuffed venison off silver plates. <laughs> When everyone in my kingdom is is dying and poor and destitute, maybe maybe constitutional monarchy is bad, you guys. Um, so I like her for that, and also because she has magic powers and stabs people through the head. So I think she's it's nice, and she can teleport as well. That's that's, yeah, that's yeah. high up on the must-have monarchy list. Exactly, she's she's a complex creature, you know. It's nice and that it I... takes go- going out to murder people to realise that, oh, <laughs> the distribution of this wealth might be good for the realm. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, if if our queen Liz could teleport, she wouldn't have any trouble with <laughs> fathers for justice or anything. She'd, you know. <laughs> I, if, she, if, if a fathers for justice lad broke into Emily's bedroom, she'd just kick him back out of the window. <laughs> they wouldn't last Very long, true. would they? No. Fathers for justice. <laughs> <laughs> She'd also probably um, kind of like you know, kind of uh, put the um, oh, I forget what it is. Is it, dom- is it domino effect? Um, kind of tie all their hmm. minds together and link them to someone, someone else, so that they all, they all uh, think the same thing. Oh yeah. She'd, she'd, then... she'd brainwash them <laughs> into not being fathers for justice. Oh no, Emily. <laughs> getting to sound like a worse and worse queen the more you talk about her. Well, this she doesn't actually do that. This is all theoretical. I think she's good. She, you know, she goes on a personal journey and is like, oh, maybe empires aren't so great. Perhaps I have lived a sheltered life. It is only now that I am sent out into the world to kill people to get my throne back that I realise the error of my ways, you know? So, so I, I like that and I think that's fun and it's Dishonored 2 is a very, very good game anyway. So this she's, is she's one of my top monarchs, I think. 
would uh, Catherine, would you like to throw a contender into the ring? Let's make them so all fight is... in a pit at the end. And see <laughs> fight in a pit. <laughs> or well, I don't of think... the many kings. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, d- I don't think mine would last very long. My, my pick is um, Evan Pettywhisker from Nino Cooney 2, um, who is so kind of wholesome and kind of innocent and wide-eyed and naive about how to rule a kingdom that i mean he does he does essentially go out into the world and basically conquer the entire thing in his kind of like i want to build a world where everyone can live happily ever after kind of mentality <laughs> all, all all the while you know kind of basically kidnapping um various citizens to go and forcibly live in his town and do his bidding oh um, no is he like like a, <laughs> a, a secret colonist like a <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much he kind of just cherry picks all these people from other other kingdoms to say you can have a better life in my town and then i'll put you to work in a shop or a field and make you do hard manual labor um, oh my god so that <laughs> so that i can get you know bonus items for my ever-growing <laughs> pool of resources um what's his kingdom but- called again Oh, um, so he, 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 he's also a deposed monarch. So he, he um, was originally the prince, or I think, was he the king right at the very start of Ding Dong Dell? Um, <laughs> which is just, you know, the most ridiculously twee thing ever, ever in, hum- in human history. Um, but I think his, his, he then goes on to create a kingdom... Oh, is it like Evermore or something, or yeah, Ever some right. Ever Ever Garden? No, I think it's Evermore. Um, oh, okay, that's ev- definitely ever, quite ever nationalist, something. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like, even though he's like, oh, I just want everyone to be happy and nice and create a nice little kingdom for everyone. Um, I mean, he is quite—he's quite dangerous in that you know, like, he knows how to wield a sword. He can use mm-hmm. magic. He can't teleport, admittedly, or, you know, do any mind control. Um, but he he certainly knows his way around a blade. But I think because of his small stature, I think probably El- em- Emily would might have him in a in a heartbeat, I think. He's if, got if those we little lads as well, together. though, right? The, the, what are he, they called? He, he does have companions, yeah. He's got... Um, so there's Roland, who has a gun and also a sword. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love Roland. You should explain ro- who Roland is because so, in this fantasy world, Roland is the most ridiculous character. Yeah. So Roland, Roland is um he ba- he's basically transported in from like a more recognizably modern day universe, um who, where where he is president <laughs> of somewhere. Um, whether he's president of the world, I don't think we ever really find out. He's just a president. So he's like I a, always got like a vibe from him that he was like the prime minister of Japan or something. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's definitely sort of something like that. But due, due to a kind of weird, weirdly kind of apocalyptic event at the beginning of the game, he gets transported to the world of Nino Kuni um, as a as a younger version of himself. Because in in, in right. the prologue, he's like like eighty or something. He's really old. <laughs> so. He gets transported as a younger version of himself into basically Evan's bedroom, um, and suddenly <laughs> decides to like help him out. Um, and yeah, he he sort of becomes his his kind of like right hand man, kind of um, 
grand vizier <laughs> advisor figure. And then it never mentions this again. No. Because <laughs> but this just sounds like like Roland is is a Gary Stew of someone on the dev team, and the whole game is just fan fiction about him like going into Nino Kuni world and yeah. becoming an yeah. advisor to the king. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I want to find the real life Roland. <laughs> There's a real person out there somewhere. Yeah. Oh man. Fantasizing about yeah escaping to a to a world where everything's got like the basically the the, the Studio Ghibli equivalent of um rare googly eyes <laughs> on like everything sentient everything's got got is uber cute. Amazing. I really so, like. Yeah. I really like the idea that an elder statesman can be sent to an alternate world, like an elder statesman of our world who's climbed the ladder and become powerful in our world, goes to fairy tale land and somehow doesn't take a huge advantage of the naivety of the people there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that says more about you than anyone else, Brendan. <laughs> I mean, come on, he didn't get prime minister of Japan with like, you know, breaking a few heads you know he carries a gun he's a politician who carries a gun i mean i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah good point so so far we've got emily caldwin we've got uh evan petty feather is that right <laughs> petty whisker petty whisker he's sorry cat. he's a half a cat cat boy oh god he is With yes and he's got the little ears cat ears and a cat tail so yeah. So we've got that's, him that's the it. So we've got Evan Pettywhisker secret sort of dictator with a good <laughs> PR team. And uh so Brendan who are you bringing to the fight? Mm, see I didn't know that it was going to be a fight. I was just <laughs> No, none say, of us like, did. So <laughs> I was just going to say like any king from Crusader Kings too because they're awful and they kill their family members on the reg. And I feel like that ruthlessness would probably do well in a fight, but some of them are very bad. So you'd be kind of like rolling a dice if you said a Crusader King's two king. Mm. So I don't know. So maybe a Mountain Blade King would be better. Like what, the Khan. What, what are the key differences? That Why, well, why would Mount- a Mountain Blade King be better? Mountain Blade is that game... For anyone who doesn't know, where you are, it's like Crusader Kings 2, but you're an actual person. You get to walk around a map and you get to fight in battles. So you're like doing all the management of whatever your group of band of warriors is, but you're also, um, you're also getting in your hands, you know, bloody as well. Um, and you can go and see the kings of the different kingdoms. Whereas you can click on any king in Crusader Kings 2 and just be like, oh, I'll send him a letter or I'll send him, him a gift or, you know, you'll click on his wife and be like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll compliment or insult his wife. And, then, you know, that'll, that'll kick things off. What a laugh. You can't really, you don't really have that much openness in my Blade to start with. Like you go into the Khan, like the Khan, who's like this kind of Mongol style leader. You go into his... Uh, castle and you'll be like hey to an advisor and you'll be like is the can here I want to talk to him and they'll tell you they'll just tell you right first of all the can doesn't speak to the likes of you <laughs> you're just some <laughs> you're just some dirt dirty peasant like who's wandered in and think you know you're someone because you've got 20 men you're not go away um 
And secondly, he's not even here. He's like out in the field somewhere. So if you want to find him, you have to go out and find him. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. So I quite like that. I like that style of king, you know, an inaccessible king. It's like the king in, um, it's like Henry VIII in uh, Wolf Hall. You know, you don't even get to like see him or meet him until the third episode of Wolf Hall or something. He's just a presence. Yeah, just a presence just a... of power that you don't yeah. have any real, you don't have any real control over this, you know. He's frightening, <laughs> you know. The can could put you down at any time. Well, that's good. I like that's proper kingly behavior as well. It is. They're scary. Kings and yeah. queens are scary. Yeah. You know, I'm not frightened of Evan Pettywhisker. I'm a little no. frightened of Emily, but it's only probably only because <laughs> of the way Alice is controlling her. <laughs> um, well, that kind of does link into um, my next candidate, um, which uh, was, uh, was Arthas from uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, so Arthas was the crown prince, um, and in uh, Warcraft three, uh, uh, he started fighting the uh, the sort of uh, the legion of undead, and sort of went a bit too far with it, uh, and ended up killing a, a, a raising an entire sort of large town just because they were all poisoned and were going to become undead so he just slaughtered all the people in it uh and then uh in the expansion he uh got a magic sword as you do called frostmorn um and uh became the lich king of world of warcraft which is quite a big it was became a big law thing he was like the first big bad guy of, of wow uh, in the vanilla days and he um what he just like his listen (laughs) (laughs) listen right his his story arc over like the the game and the expansion then wild stuff is really good and that's what the world of warcraft movie should have been right they should have done (laughs) rather than like starting off explaining why orcs and humans are fighting because you don't really need to you can just be like they hate each other people kind of understand that they're just bad guys, whatever. Well, no one's really a bad guy. But anyway, um, but like they should have done the, 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 it could have been three movies, right? It would have been so good. Oh my God, <laughs> Alice. And it, stop, stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Tell us why Arthas is a better character than Orky, Orky Boy the Orc Man. Uh, so, okay. I mean, there are a lot of really good uh, characters on the orc side as well. Like Hellscream has has a really. <laughs> I love oh. that you're explaining oh. this to us, and you can't get through a single sentence without corpsing. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> laughing. I'm... <laughs> I'm just sort of laughing at my own earnestness. <laughs> I don't think you believe this in your heart that he's a good king, do you? <laughs> well, he's not. Well, he's a, he's not, he's evil. He's a big bad, but he does. Um, he genuinely has a very, very good character arc. It's not like, uh, you know, groundbreaking. It is just like, you, you know, it's kind of a um, someone on the side of good who is very earnest and very kind of um, pious uh, who then sort of takes that a bit too far and they forget why they were fighting the bad guys in the first place kind of thing and sort of sacrifice who they were in in order to win 
um uh and sort of lose you know their friends and family and he eventually um he returns and kills his own father um and and then dies and becomes a uh a a death knight and then becomes the lich king eventually um and so it's just this this just massive spiral from like being this amazing like upstanding paladin this you know crown prince everyone likes him to just a a lonely monster tormented by the voice of a magic sword kind of thing um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I think it's really, really good. And I do think it would genuinely make a very good film. But just if you put Warcraft on it, no one will take it seriously. So, I think you're on to something there. I like character arcs like this, where uh, where someone who's ostensibly, you know, good-hearted goes through something and just becomes a horrible, you know, like shadow version of themselves, just mm. kind of consumed by their own whatever their flaw is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maeve in the new Thronebreaker game is a little bit like this, but not enough. Um, oh yeah, you wrote a really good supporter post on it. Thronebreaker is the witch. Thronebreaker is called Thronebreaker: The Witcher Tales, and it's the single-player version of Gwent, the card game that you play in The Witcher Three, basically. And it's like got all these walkie bits between the card matches. You're fighting people, uh, like other armies. You're basically a queen who's been deposed. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here among kings and queens. <laughs> they tend to get overthrown a lot. Um, but uh, she's been over, she gets overthrown very early in the game. And you basically go through the, all your these different lands, kind of gathering support and trying to build your army and make sure that you can take back what's yours. Um, but as you go, you're kind of losing cards and supporters that you... Uh, that you had before, like these loyal, you know, kind of loyal farmers and upstanding knights and stuff, and you kind of get rid of them from your deck as you go, and you take on like mercenaries and berserkers from, you know, the Viking islands or whatever. You take on kind of scumbags, and then you go to, you know, you take on some dwarfs, you know, from a dwarven band, and you you just become this kind of hodgepodge forest crew. Um, like working with guerrilla tactics and stuff. Um, you take on like these Robin Hood style bandits and stuff, and uh, it's really good. You to the point where later on in the game she starts to alienate like people who had been with her before because of the new people she's taken on and because of the way she's acting. And uh, I'll try not. I'm not going to spoil like exactly what happens, but she she has that same kind of arc, you know, where she's uh going through the motions of being becoming n- not what she was before but they don't lean into it in the way that Arthas seems to have they they kind of pull back from it and this you know you re- I completed it last night and um Maeve definitely isn't the body you know by the end of it all mm. which which I find disappointing she should be yeah. the body she's not a, she's not a great queen like I hanged every third man in my <laughs> in my in my in like one unit, like one battalion, because they tried to desert me at one point. Like she's but not was, she's not that, that nice. That was your choice, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like you didn't have to hang every third man. I mean, you're right. I could have like I don't know what the other choice was. Was it lashing or <laughs> like letting them off? Or like I think you dock their pay or something. 
But I thought, you know, all right, Dr. Pei, come on. <laughs> you definitely can't do that in Nino Kuni 2. <laughs> you can't just hang cute animal citizens for, you know, not not picking, not, not picking up their, picking their, I, I don't even know what I'm, what I'm saying anymore. Not pulling their weight. That's that's what I want to. That's what I want to say. I but I Aww. like the way Brendan said, like dog their pay. Come on, as if like hanging every third man was the kind like dog their pay in this economy. I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that it's not what I think. Maeve in that at that point in her story, like she's she she has every reason to be this like bitter, resentful, horrible queen, um, and like someone who does not accept any act of treachery. Um, so I just kind of decided, yeah, I'm going to play me of the way she ought to be if, in this story. You know, she's not nice at this point. She's in a swamp. She's up to her ankles in leeches. She hates the world. <laughs> she's she's going to hang every third man here. Of course she is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Catherine, who, who else have you got up your sleeveys um so i've got quite a bad a, a kind of a, again a not a not very good a not very good king um I, i'm gonna put in noctis from final fantasy 15 terrible. worst monarch ever terrible king oh <laughs> he's so bad like you know he just sort of bombing around in his car with his mates and not really bothering about the fact that his entire kingdom's just been like overthrown by the neighboring rival empire um, and is you know kind of infested with monsters until he's finished faffing around for a hundred years or however long. Um, but yeah, he's he's a really bad king. He's rubbish. Look, he's quite powerful look. though, so I think he'd do all right in a fight. He's like a but really I... rubbish Hamlet. Yeah, like just goes out <laughs> into the world and doesn't like. Oh, you know, should I do something about all this stuff that's happening? Probably I'll get to it eventually. Just after yeah. I eat this meal. You know. <laughs> but, after I've done my stuff. he does. This is true. He, he does get uh, a pretty the... good ring at the end, at like three quarters of the way through, that can just like kill anything in a single hit. That's quite good. That's that's quite a, an imposing thing for a king to have. Mm. Like he can swallow. Yeah. Um, I think like once once you complete the game, there's this kind of additional quest at the end of the game where there's a big mountain basically right at the start in the kind of opening area, which is actually like this giant like adamantois, which is like this big kind of turtle creature. And so the entire mountain is just like the back, you know, like the, the back bit of this of this turtle. And you can fight it, like it's a kind of like end game boss battle type thing. And I remember like no I I, I, I didn't end up doing this, but Matthew, um our RPS video person and my also my husband, um, he basically like just tried using this ring on this giant adamantois, um, and mm. it took him a couple of goes. But it's like, it, when it works, it's like you know this kind of like cataclysmic event that you know like the whole universe is kind of like gets pulled into this kind of like tiny black hole <laughs> the size of like you know a pin. And this giant, just watching this giant, giant turtle mountain just, like, get sucked into this, like, nothing <laughs> was pretty good. That's, that's, that's it, quite impressive. It's did, quite a kingly it, act, is it? Yeah. <laughs> did it go, like, slowly, or did it just kind of go... <laughs> like, 
well it's sort of like the time sort of slows down but then it kind of speeds up it's one of those kind of like slow motion where everything kind of like time and space kind of like it gets suspended for like three seconds and then it all goes whoop into this tiny hole it's pretty good <laughs> see i i was gonna say noctis as well because you know like, in defense of crown prince noctis he's, <laughs> he's had a lot on his plate you know he found out yeah. his, his his dad was killed at the very start of the game his car broke down uh is <laughs> like 200 meters outside the city gate like they yeah, did they really didn't get very far you know and before that car broke down it's great it's fire the wrong mechanic is <laughs> his girlfriend's been kidnapped he only gets to see his dog every like whatever his dog feels like turning up with a letter <laughs> and then and then he has a, a nap in a rock for several decades and grows yeah, a tiny true. beard so he's, oh, that bit's so odd. That's so it's odd. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that I game really is weirder towards the end. So he's he's, he's a, had a lot going on. I mean, you say all this in defense of him, but I mean, like, I don't know what your reaction would be to, for instance, like your your girlfriend being kidnapped. But it probably wouldn't be to go and have a chocobo race. No. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more urgency would have would have been nice, I think. Um, but go fishing again, like he just yeah. fishes. He's like the ultimate like dandy, you know, like rich yeah. aristocratic <laughs> prince who doesn't really want to do any of his just duties. Eat. Just does. He's like eat Emily Caldwin, <laughs> except Emily Caldwin has a social conscience, and Noctis just kind of like wants to Instagram everything. Yeah, he, he doesn't really care that much. <laughs> Uh, it does remind me that um, uh, Rami from Vlambeer, the developer, um, his he got his mum an Xbox, oh, yeah. I think, and a copy of Final Fantasy Fifteen. It was like her first sort of real indie. It's like the first kind of big game that she ever completed, I think, and her first sort of like AAA experience with games, like modern games. And he live tweeted, or like tweeted updates <laughs> on her playthrough. With the hashtag mom versus um, FFXV, I think. And he was saying, like, one of the things I really remember that made me laugh a lot is that, like, you, early on in the game, you get given a fetch quest, basically, and it's to sort of teach you, like, how to use the map, I think, and, like, it's to do with hunting, so it's to teach you how the hunting stuff works. And his mum mm. just, just was like, no, I'm not going to do it because a prince would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you so think she, like, that you know the prince would would bring money with him so that he wouldn't have to do these kind of menial tasks to you know fill his coffers yeah, yeah. really would you? She was like, I am I am the crown prince. The, the these menial tasks are below me. So she just did, denied. <laughs> she didn't accept the quest and wouldn't do it. Uh, oh, that's and that that's sort good. of stalled her a bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like, playing was... Final Fantasy correctly. If you ask yes. me, <laughs> just don't do the menial stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No frog collecting. Oh. No. Oh, speaking hunting. of frog, speaking of frogs <laughs> and weird small animals, oh. um, there's another another Final Fantasy king who's quite good. Is the I forget his name, but he's the the little Oglop king in Final Fantasy Nine. He's your. He's like the main character. He's he's the he's the princess character's uncle or something, and you go to see him, thinking, "Oh yeah, we'll go and see King Rufus or whatever his name is," and. Um, <laughs> And uh, you show up, and he's a little cockroach creature. Oh yeah! And he he just always <laughs> goes oglop, oglop. 
he just always like makes weird noises and says, I got turned oh. into this creature because, you know, we're in a fairy tale. It's awful. Please, let's find let's find out how to turn me back. It'll be great. Here's a side quest. Um, he's a good king. I think he got turned into that creature because he was having some kind of illicit affair with one of the other like maidens at court or something. Well, then he's not a good king then, is he? <laughs> No, if he's bad he's enough bad. to get turned into a cockroach, then that's 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 pretty that's pretty bad in my opinion. I mean, it's it's tip, typical behavior for a king, I feel. But he did at the same <laughs> time build a giant airship. Um, well, because you know. So, but the question so, is then: can can you separate the kinging from the king? Mm, yeah, kings <laughs> you know? and roundabouts. Oh, so. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, we can maybe move on to. Um, what we've been playing because it sort of ties in doesn't it i mean it does yeah you've been playing something with kings and queens mm. so i've been playing uh reigns in in addition to playing a lot of assassin's creed odyssey while i was off uh i've been playing uh reigns game of thrones which is the uh, the official Game of Thrones reigns game? Basically, they've got they've got all the music and all the characters and stuff. Um, uh, and I stopped watching Game of Thrones around sort of the first third, maybe middle of season three, because I was like, I just I don't know who anyone is. This is too much. <laughs> like, uh, have you so read the books reigns... as well? No, have you only watched the... TV. I read like most of the first book and then was like this is very boring and he just keeps describing what people are wearing <laughs> uh, I should swear. explain yeah. reigns for anyone who hasn't played the first reigns because it was mm. it was primarily a phone game not it was out on mm. pc but it was mostly for phones it works really well on on uh phones because it's a uh it's a swipe em up so it sort of works like tinder uh, there's been Reigns and there was Reigns Her Majesty and now there's Reigns Game of Thrones basically you are a ruling monarch uh, and uh, your uh, subjects and your advisors and the members of your court basically come to you uh, or like maybe other you know other foreign dignitaries whatever and they come to you and they say can we do this or I think you should do that or what do you want to do about whatever um, and you swipe uh, right to say, to maybe say yes or or, or left to say no, um, or like kill this guy or kill the other guy or, or what have you, um, and and just it works really well, uh, and and you you have to balance uh, the power of your uh, army, the uh, religion, the church, uh, the populace and uh the treasury so if any of them either get too powerful or run out you lose and you will be killed and then you sort of start as another king um or queen and it's very good and game of thrones does that but it's just all game of thrones people which is good because as i was saying I have no idea what's happened or happening in Game of Thrones now. And, so do, do, and... do you play as Game of Thrones characters or is it the Game of Thrones? Are, are you kind of some other king, queen? Yeah, no, no, and... no. It's it, oh, okay. So you play as like all your favourites plus this one guy that I don't remember who he is. 
Um, is it Gendry who don't remember yes, who it is? Him, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Because I've played he a little bit of... He seems to be very important. But... <laughs> Gendry is like... He's, he's a... He's a bastard of the first, the very first king in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's, he's like, Robert. so he's got a claim to the throne, but it's weak. If that yeah. makes yeah. sense. And he he so, disappears for about f- four seasons or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes into hiding. Because yeah. um, well, I've, I've, I've remember... played the first reigns and you're just like, every time you die, you just get, like, it's just kind of randomly generated mm. monarch. So surely you'll run out of characters, won't you? Even though well, there are hundreds and thousands in Game of Thrones. Like, how does that work? So, um, the this has like a framing device. They basically sidestep having to worry about canon. So that they, they are canonical <laughs> up until the end of the last season, I believe. Right, um, I see. And so then those events all happened. And then the game is... Who's that fire witch? You know the one that had Mes- a flaming Melisandre. Melisandre. Yeah, so Dre, Dre. Mel- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Melisand Melissa. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's she's basically looking into a fire and having different visions of how the different monarchies of these characters could go. So you start off as Daenerys, and then Daenerys. Get, sort of fails quite quickly in your first playthrough and then Melisandre is like oh that didn't work out who is the chosen what you know and she's trying to figure out because basically the goal is to survive winter and to survive the the uh, angry snowmen um, who are coming to <laughs> attack everyone um, and so Melisandre is trying to figure out how what events need, would need to, to happen for the any of these people to survive and and beat the white walkers as king or queen so when one of them dies you can then there are um one two three four there, yeah so there are eight people that you can play as um as a monarch and you like as you have to sort of find them before you can play as them so you have to um i think like uh as de- like your first playthrough as Daenerys, you unlock Tyrion because he's your mate in it. Um, then uh, as Tyrion, you can I think may I think unlock maybe Cersei, and then as Cersei, you can unlock Jaime if you do the right thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and uh, the hardest one to find is is one of the uh, the Starks, I think, or um, Arya, think, or ma- maybe John. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, John's really difficult to get, and I think uh, Ari is really difficult to get as well, comparatively. Fair enough. So then you're just like, you are reigning monarch of Westeros as any of these people, and I like, I was really confused by a lot of what, there was references to hot pie, and I I had no idea who that was. Um, there God, there was a, obviously yeah obviously a lot of stuff had happened. Sam Tarly's in it, but oh, he's yeah. like w- wearing a nice coat and is all clean and got a haircut now um <laughs> so that's the thing um who, who else is that? like all your favorites turn up basically um uh and it was very confusing to me because i have no idea what's happening 
but I still enjoyed it because I think Reigns is a very good game. So it's a Reigns game with Game of Thrones on top rather than a, a Game of Thrones game. They should have called it. Uh, they should have called it Reigns of Castamere. Oh, very good. <laughs> Let's see, I don't. <laughs> Al- Alice doesn't. <laughs> uh, Reigns of, assume... of Castamere is is the name of the song. What they what they play when they're about to stab people in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. With the the wedding and the thing and the pregnant lady and and the mum and she's like, oh, All right. everyone's dead. Yeah. yeah, stop. That's the one. Stop. Yep. Stop. Stop. What? Stop. Stop. <laughs> we're not we're not allowed to spoil them. But that happened years ago. It's not it's still it's fine. There might be people waiting for the end of the box sets to come out. <laughs> the book also happened this is what... like twenty years ago. I don't I think I think we're probably I don't know. I, I don't we're, know we're about well spoilers. past spoiler territory at this point. Well, because I did write about so I wrote about the game and Game of Thrones and uh, I my difficulty, and I mentioned this in the piece. That like, I was like, there probably are going to be spoilers in this, but I don't know which you, ones happened you ages spoiled, ago. I proofed that piece, and you spoiled surprisingly <laughs> little. It was very impressive because <laughs> I didn't know what stuff happened like in the last season, and and yeah. what stuff happened like five years ago, and is old news now. <laughs> But the TV show has gone yeah. beyond the books anyway now, so it's all just like mad, mad fantasy. Generally, even you know, on top of the fantasy, this is a fantastical version of events <laughs> that who knows whether it'll actually be like anything like the book. Because... How did um, how, how is Cersei in in the reign in the reigns Game of Thrones game? Uh, she is. She's got short hair now. Uh, she's uh, like she has nothing. She's very sad and bitter, and everyone's left her. Um, <laughs> yeah, but well, no, she's not. She's she's yeah. She's got like a pixie cut. Yeah. Um, oh, is that the meme? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, the I, I only ask nun ladies kind of yeah. parade her through the streets naked, saying shame, shame, shame. Um, well, that's what because... you get for shagging your brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only I only ask because um, Lee Alexander, who's one of the writers on the Reigns thing, I lived with her for a while um, in London, and I know for a fact because because we used to watch Game of Thrones together. She loves Cersei. She loves her as a character, and I just feel like I could play Reigns Game of Thrones, but I bet it's biased towards Cersei <laughs> Lannister. Um, well, I don't know which bits because. Um, Lee, yeah, she wrote on it, but I don't know which bits Lee Alexander wrote on Reigns Game of Thrones. But I, I did like, I liked Cersei in the game because she's like, she has nothing. She just has her hate and her her sadness, <laughs> and everyone hates her and keeps wanting to leave her court. But like, she's like, I don't care, and and like, she still sort of fancies Jamie, and Jamie's still sort of a bit in love with her. But they're also both like, eh, screw you. And um, her whole thing I, I wrote is just like she's like a Disney villain, but like like cool about it. So like <laughs> I I like her as as a character. Um, but it's good. Like if if you like Game of Thrones, I think you'll like this game. And if you like Reigns, then you'll definitely like this game. Cause it's more Reigns, and Reigns is good. And it's it's just sort of a nice kind of puzzle. Um, and it's a little bit that they've got um, for the for the PC version. 
they've got nice backgrounds on it and you can um travel to different places so you can go to like you can travel to winterfell and you'll get a different background from when you're in you know the uh uh king's landing and um you'll get like uh different backgrounds like like Jamie hangs around the map room a lot so you'll his background is usually the map room and stuff so it is nice to play on a PC so obviously i think like cuz it's all swipey it's probably mostly um like optimized for for phones and stuff but uh yeah i think another good addition to the reigns catalog in reigns game of thrones cool there you go that's my <laughs> Alice Alice Bell, BBC News. <laughs> um you so you've been playing Throne Breaker, obviously, Brendy. Um yeah. but so many other things as well. Yeah. Um Throne Breaker I completed it last night and I feel like I I've just I I just got that annoyance, you know, you get with games when they're about a third longer than they ought to be. Um, oh yeah, and it doesn't really have. I feel like there are going to be a lot once, once because I got it for review. I'm a little bit ahead of people who might have bought it. So once people start complaining, it I will. I think we're going to start seeing complaints about the ending, <laughs> being a bit of a damp squib. It's like the dampest squib. It's like a squib that's been left at the bottom of a lake and not found yeah. for a hundred years. <laughs> like it's, it's that Very moist damp. of a squib. Um, yeah, moist. uh so but i won't i won't go into why for fear of uh ruining it for some people who maybe like the witcher world a bit more than i do um but yeah i've been playing other things uh i'm playing soul caliber 6 which i think is great uh it's a fighty it's a stabby it's a it's a slashy slashy Mm. that's the that's the genre that it's in all of those um it's ridiculous. Uh, it, I played through the story mode, and it's as ridiculous as any fighting game story mode ever is. It's just anime nonsense and people <laughs> and powerful swords that can do magic tricks. And uh, I mean, like eat people's souls. I don't mean like they play with playing cards. Um, <laughs> and it's it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, and then you go online and you get absolutely slaughtered by human players who have been playing every Soul Calibur game since the Dreamcast. And it feels bad, but good. If you know <laughs> what I mean. It feels bad to lose so much, but also good when you win one round out of six. <laughs> um, and you do it all as a weird horseman that you've created in the character creator because the character creator in it is brilliant it's so so good you can make skeleton men um or you can make a a weird vampire with horns on their heads you i've seen people making uh darth maul i fought darth maul once um do lots of people use their own character creations in the online mode then yeah 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 quite a lot yeah um because you give them Basically, when you make your character, you give them the style, the fighting style, and the weaponry of a character who already exists. So the Darth Maul person um, basically saw that one of these characters has kind of a twin sword, 
like like the twin sided lightsaber that Darth Maul uses. Mm. So he just gave him that and painted the blades red, and then put it <laughs> put him in all like black oh, clothing and a black hood and stuff, and gave him like a horrible face tattoo and stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, it just it works. It all works perfectly well. We've seen those. I've done a review of it, so I mentioned some of the weird cre- creations that people have made, but they're they're doing re- they're doing really well. Like someone made a, a Magikarp, um, the Pokemon Magikarp. <laughs> but, oh, I saw that. But, that was so good. It's it's incredible. It's like they're th- when they start, it, they just look like this weird conglomeration of like floppy red and yellow bits, and uh, the character when they're standing up, you're like, well, this isn't Magikarp. What the hell? But that character is, is based, based on... Based on, like, Voldo or something. Voldo, yeah. yeah. And Voldo <laughs> is the character who... He's this weird, oh, weird creepy, creepy man, man who kind of, like, goes... He, like, lies down on his... Not on his back, but he, like, arches like back and walks man, around on his hands and feet. Yeah, well, like, like a kind like, of, like... Um, the, the girl like in the, the ring. Isn't such, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's well creepy. And as soon as, yeah. as soon as the Magikarp character does that pose... They turn into the Magikarp with like like a folding <laughs> sculpture, and then and then he starts jumping in this weird way that you can do in that position, and it's like oh, Magikarp no. flopping around. <laughs> it's just like the most creative, wonderful uh, use of a character creator, and oh, the animations that I've seen in any fighting game. Like, there's no <laughs> fighting game that you could do something like that in. Yeah. So I think it's so praiseworthy for for having for including that. Um, That's kind of mad. And and on top of all that, it is a it is a good fighting game, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, like I don't play a whole lot of them, but it's still really strong, you know, in, mm. that, in that sense. I only um, ever played Soul Calibur two on the GameCube because it had Link in it um, from the Legend of Zelda, and I quite liked playing as Talim with the Ponfa, um, which are like the kind of elbow sticks. Yeah. Uh, yep. I got I well I, I I say I got quite good with her. I tended to use the C pad on the GameCube to kind of just automatically do her special moves and not actually put input them properly. But I quite liked I quite like playing as her. Um, and did quite a kind of stupid amount of like the story mode, um, with various characters. I got quite into Soul Calibur too, but I haven't played any Soul Calibur games since then. Uh, <laughs> so I assume it's probably changed quite a bit. It's um yeah I don't I I honestly couldn't say because I'm quite new to it. I've played the older ones and I didn't really um like I like them fine but I didn't get into them I didn't own them mm. um uh but yeah Talim's still in it if you're interested in that she's still there I've never fought as her before so I don't know what what her moves are like but she's um, like um kind of small nimble lady who just kind of gets up in your face and kind of she's she's not very strong. See, but she's quite fast. I quite like I small deal, fast characters. <laughs> I can't deal with the small fast characters because <laughs> if you uh, if you play online, the the people with the big sticks just hit you from like five yeah. feet away and just go, nah, nah, you're not getting near me. Go away, go away, yeah, go away. So I've started to basically, if you can't beat them, join them by getting <laughs> uh, getting my person with a big stick and saying, no, go away, go away, go away, and it works. Who, <laughs> it works. You keep, who, you keep people chosen? away. Stick man. I always play as like a weird creation because I find them more fun than the actual characters. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so I'll play with like a weird lizard who has Valdo's claws. Oh, um, okay. Because I think it's fun to watch this dragon-like lizard walk around. 
Um, and and if, if I'm losing, I can just kind of like be weird and it makes me feel good. Um, so you just like kind of do weird, like dancey sidesteps and stuff until the other player realizes, okay, well, this person isn't taking it seriously. Um, uh, but I also, I mean, like a fun character who's like, you can make these angel people. Um, they're one of the races that you can use in the character Ooh. creator. I mean, this angel person and she's got like, uh, bandages over her eyes so she looks yeah. like she's a blind a blind monk um so she's got a big stick so she's like a blind monk with a stick um and i think that i, I, I play with her and she's based off um Killick, who's the stick, oh, yeah. stick man stick man stick man stick man Killick. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean like i think it's a it's a really i think it's a really good fighting game it's really fun and the the character creator just means that whenever you go online you're not subjected to the same kind of... Mm. You're subjected to the same moves. Like, you still get pummeled and thrown off the edge the same way. Yeah. But uh, you at least get pummeled and thrown <clears throat> off the edge by sexy venom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, does, 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 does Ivy still not have any clothes? Oh, yeah. It's it's really <laughs> bad. It's really bad for stuff like that. It's, like, uh. it's so leery. I touched on it in the review, but I didn't go too deep into it. Yeah. But it's very, like, schoolboy. Um, yeah. And then it has this feature where if you hit someone hard enough in a certain way, you'd like knock some of their clothes off or you tear <laughs> some of their clothes in some way. And yeah. it happens to every character. So you can do it to Mitsurugi, who's like the samurai warrior man. Mm. And like all of his clothes come off. Like he's just left in a fendoshi, <laughs> like one of those uh, samurai warrior underwears, like nappies. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, fair enough. But, but mostly the men are all kind of left intact with just their kind of, you know, abs showing. Yeah. But all the women get like, yeah, their bums all come out. All the clothes out. off. Yeah. The side <laughs> boob comes out. It's just like, yeah, it's just very, it's just very schoolboy in that way. Mm. It's still like, you know. I've... I vaguely remember that happening with with the Soul Calibur 2, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. That happened in a, to to maybe not to quite that extent, but certainly to some extent in Soul Calibur Two. I'm pretty sure it did. Old oh, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, Soul Calibur Six. It's good, Larry, but good. <laughs> Larry, okay, good. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, those people have just been making massive willies on it, haven't they? yeah that's the other thing is that i pointed out like how immature it is to have all the clothes pointing out and then was at at the same time saying i love this lizard with a giant penis Um, (laughs) so it's like you know i don't know there's there's a difference but it's still it's definitely not a e for everyone game (laughs) oh my goodness um catherine have you been playing anything or are you just slicing your hands open with the I've apart oh, from well. slicing my hands over with graphics cards, which I did about thirty minutes prior to recording. Um, I've I finally well I say I finished Hollow Knight. Finally, um, I haven't really finished it because I've only got the normal ending instead of the super duper hidden secret ending that is the proper canon ending of the game. But I've played this thing for twenty four hours and I can't be bothered to play any more of it. So it's done as far as I'm <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that I've I've been playing a fair bit of Hollow Knight, um, which was fine. Um, I'm not really a fan of Dark Souls particularly, um, just because I find it too difficult and I don't like 
games where I don't feel like I'm making progress a lot of the time. If I, if I keep dying on something and there's, you know, like the save point was about half an hour ago, then I really don't like that feeling of like, oh, dude, now I've got to play another half an hour and I'll probably just die exactly the same time. You know, that when I get to the, when I next get to this boss, because I don't understand what its patterns are and all that sort of stuff. So Hollow Knight was sort of slightly better in that it's probably not quite as grueling as Dark Souls, but it's obviously got that kind of Dark Soulsy vibe to it in that it's mm. difficult with lots of big bosses that have very set prescribed behaviors and patterns. Um, but it's also kind of more of a kind of 2D platformery, Metroidvania-y type thing as well. Um, which probably kind of why it's kind of like this kind of mash of genres that a lot of people like. Um, so yeah, I, I, I probably, I know a lot of people like love Hollow Knight. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't kind of so mad about it. Maybe, maybe it was because they say I'm not a, not a massive Dark Souls fan in the first place. Maybe it's I came to it slightly after everyone else. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Um, I kind of, I keep, I keep sort of saying that for me, in terms of 2D kind of side-scrolling Metroidvania type games, that my, I think that Ori and the Blind Forest is the superior game to Hollow Knight. I know that a lot of people would say that, oh, it's like apples and oranges, they're two completely different games, but like if, if Hollow Knight had some of the platforming that Ori and the Blind Forest has, then like I would, you know, it would definitely be up there as like one of the greatest games of all time because Ori and the Blind Forest has got some amazing platforming that oh, yeah. actually uses the abilities that you get. Whereas I think Hollow Knight is just kind of just jumping from platform to platform. Um, and that's kind of it. It doesn't actually use, you know, there, there are secret areas that you can get to with the abilities that you eventually kind of ac- accumulate. But it doesn't actually require you to use any of those to any real... Like, there, there are a couple of, like, maybe, like, what, there's, there's one good section, I would say, one good platforming section per area where you have to do something a little bit different. But on the whole, it's pretty kind of standard. Jump from this tiny platform to the next tiny platform and don't get hit while you're doing that um, sort of thing. Um, and I just think, like, if it had... I know it's only made by, like, a te- teeny tiny team, but, like, for me, it lacked that kind of ingenuity of platforming that Ori does so well. Um, I did have a decent enough time with Hollow Knight, just I kind of, as I say, I wasn't... I have a mad compulsion to finish every game that I start, so it's not like I can't start something, and then if I don't like it, I can't really put it down. I still I, can't, I can't, kind of have to kind of you know close oh, the door on it. <laughs> it is a curse. Um, Did some witch put that on you? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> some it's the same witch that turned that Final Fantasy IX king into a cockroach. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I sort of I felt compelled. I, and because you know, I also if if I buy something, I feel like I should get my money's worth, and I don't like abandoning games that I've bought. Um, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this game. I, play it. I spent yeah. thirty pounds on it, and I'm damned like if I'm going to give it up now. I'm going to finish so it. If you if you do like the or you can eat pizza at Pizza Hut, do you eat at least eight slices? Yeah, <laughs> I sort of you know gorge myself until like I can't physically move anymore, and I need to sort of sit down. <laughs> for half an hour before I contemplate doing anything else. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, f- I feel like I gave it, like, a pretty good go. Like, I think when you find- when you get to the end boss, 
you unlock the ability to see how much of the game, like what uh, completion percentage you've done, um, as well as like I think actually you can you can see how long you've been playing it from the start. But like over twenty four hours, which is quite long for that sort of game, I would say roughly. Um, you know, normally like those sorts of Metroidvania games are maybe like I don't know twelve to fifteen tops. I mean, Ori was only like eight or something. Um, so 24 hours. Over the course of 24 hours, I completed like 74% of the game, which is pretty. Yeah, that, I, I would say that's quite a that's substantial amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Qualified yeah. to say whether you like Ori yeah. more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I think you can technically get like something like 112%, which is just mad. Um, by like I don't know, completing all of the getting all the little the little doodads. Um, all the little charms that you can get and finding every single last pixel of the map and I think doing it on super duper hard mode or something ridiculous but I don't know. Once I've finished a game I often feel no kind of compelling reason to go back to it immediately so I don't really, even though like you know there are things I could go back to and unlock and get, I don't feel like now that I've done it, like nope that's it finished, over, next thing please um because I've done the final boss already. Like, what's the point in going back and, you know, like, mopping everything up? Especially if it's a game I don't particularly like. <laughs> um, which, so yeah. I think, I've, you know, as I say, I've, I've, I've given it a good go. Um, you know, finished it, completed it to the extent that I'm happy with. And now I'm ready to move on to something else. <laughs> which I'm not really quite sure yet. I've sort of stalled slightly. I did start playing Assassin's Creed, but it's... It's so Assassin's Creed that I'm kind of still oh, no. Assassin's Creeded out. From you're gonna have to I finish it now, though. You've I know. I, I am gonna have to finish it because I have started it properly. <laughs> but I've sort of stalled on that slightly. Um, but I am playing um, Into the Breach, albeit on my Switch. Ooh. Um, Into the Breach good is proper for good. Playing while you're waiting for pasta to boil, I found. Um, mm. Just like a little interestingly quick... specific. Yeah, <laughs> just like a little quick. But only pasta, no other only food, pasta. no yeah. other dinner. Or, you know, any, any any sort of like just general dinner time cooking. If you're waiting for something to boil, or like you know, if you're grilling something in the oven, or just you know baking something in the oven, it's very good for like just sitting down at the kitchen table, keeping an eye on the oven while you do a little round of into the breach. That's quite good. Um, I'm very much enjoying that. Although I think I died, I died almost instantly on the first. That first timeline, I think I sort of like ended mm. up having to go back in time on like my second, second round of, um, my second mission, which didn't sound, which didn't feel very good at the time. <laughs> it's like, oh no, whoops, I've, I've I've messed everything up. That didn't go very well. But well, I'm enjoying you mess it. Everything though. up so many times in that game, though, <laughs> that it's like you just kind of accept yeah. fate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's that's really good. I'm really I'm really digging that. I like kind of little strategy puzzles like that. It's, it's quite good trying to mm. figure out how you can, in your limited moveset and knowing... I I really do like that you like... I like that you know what people are doing, all the enemies are doing, and you've got to kind of try and figure out how to, you know, counterbalance all of that with your very limited moveset. That's quite quite fun to to, to figure out. It always made me like think of the you know you could get like mini travel versions 
of yeah. like <laughs> your favorite board so, games. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because it's a little, it's a diddy little square, mm. and you can see like the side, the edges of it and stuff. Um, yeah, and it just thought, yeah, always made me think of like a a little, like a travel version of you know chess or something. Yeah, you, you can move <laughs> these little little pieces around. Yeah, yeah. And it does work really well uh, on the Switch um, as well, just because, you know, it's just perfect size for that sort of screen. Um, mm. Yeah. Good. Good game. Can you do swiping on the Switch screen with it, or do you? I haven't actually tried. I don't think it does touchscreen stuff, but I haven't, yeah. I, I tend to just use the sticks because um, my Joy-Cons are a bit wonky, so I have to have them plugged in most of the time. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't register. Um, so yeah, I haven't haven't tried to touch the touch screen, but I'll report back. Do please do. This is yeah. critical information <laughs> that I must have. Um, shall we move on to seeing what our readers have said about the best king or queen in games? Yeah. <laughs> We uh, we tweeted out asking, and we also put it on our Facebook. I like the person who's just responded with the king from Katamari Damacy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> or Kata- Katamari Damacy, depending on how you, whether you're a tra- trailer for Katamari or not. <laughs> it's one of those ones I I try not to say out loud because I know I'll get it wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good one. I think someone has also posted a gif of uh, Arthas. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who the that Lich one King is. There as well. Oh, is that's that my, the? That's uh, my boy. The yeah, the snowy man, snowy <laughs> man with, with his eyes. glowing yeah. eyes. Okay, that's the, Lich, that's the Lich King, mate. Yeah, he's a great king. I mean, not you know, not great, but yeah. thank, thank, thank you, reactant, for giving us the. Like, a glimpse of the madness that Alice was going on about. <laughs> Listen, it all makes a lot of sense. You just have to play probably like two games and, and the expansions and then like yeah, because I don't think you need to play the first Warcraft, but probably like two and then three in the expansions and then Warcraft, but like vanilla Warcraft and then, <laughs> you know, you'll get it. <laughs> um, We've got a good one here. Tomaj says my one-eyed, one-handed, one-legged, infirm, paranoid, and insane king of England, who is getting military advice from Jesus in Crusader <laughs> Kings 2. Very good. <laughs> that is very good. That's a great one. Someone else has responded with, I think, is that a picture of someone from Crusader Kings? It looks like it should be from Crusader Kings, but I'd have no idea because all they've, all they've responded is with, with a picture. Uh, you're right. Cagill? Kagil, um, I'm not sure Karadas. who that is. I'm not sure who that is. Is it a <laughs> Warhammer person? They've got skulls on their armor. Oh yeah, you're right. I do have skulls and a kind of eagle thing on the shoulder. I don't know. Ooh, vaguely, I don't think... kind of. I don't think that's I Warcraft. <laughs> Ambiguous Kingman. <laughs> We're not sure. Not sure. Uh, John Henry on Facebook says uh, says Queen from Rock Band. Yeah, get, get around, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's uh, true. And 
Tom says, uh, still just waiting for your queen to die so Australia can become a republic. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Listen, a lot of people are. Charles definitely is. So you're not alone there, Tom. Uh, what else have we John done? John Reaton agrees with you, Alice. Uh, he says it's got to be Emily from Dishonored too. Yeah. Yes. Another vote. That's my girl. I think she wins the fight as well. The pit fight. Yeah. She can turn into. I think like she a probably would. Dead. She can turn as into l- the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> That's true. As long as Noctis didn't have his like almighty ring equipped, then I think she'd probably win. Because then Noctis oh, could yeah. just like zap everyone into a black hole. Yeah, yeah. He'd hoover the smoke monster up yeah. like he was a Dyson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Someone, Paul Harvey has said a long time ago it would have been Duke Nukem, but, and I know he used to profess as to be royalty, but he was a duke, so. <laughs> That's it true. just doesn't count. Technicality. <laughs> Sorry. He's a pretender. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, any more for any more? Uh, Martin Domlop says Democritus from Anachronox. I haven't played Anachronox, and I don't know who that is, but I feel like I should say it, because I feel like at least one listener out there will go, yeah! And if that's you (laughs) going, yeah! Then you're welcome. Either that or someone will email us saying, I can't believe you didn't mention... Uh, Democritus from Anachronox. It'll be one of the two. Yeah. Well, I have now. Andreas has said King Onion from Overcooked plus Alistair from Dragon Age. Oh, Alistair from Dragon Age is fun as the king. Because he, he, he won't necessarily... Well, he won't... He, he will be if you... De- like, if, if you convince him to be king in the first game, then he will. He can He can either be... A, a wandering alcoholic telling people that he definitely is the king. <laughs> uh, uh, he can either be yeah, that, or he can be dead, or he can be uh, still a Grey Warden and your mate, or he can be king. And he is quite Fair a fun enough. king, because he turns up and is like, oh, I'm Alistair, I'm the king now. Oh, it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what am I like? <laughs> um. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> king yeah. Onion's quite a good shout, though. There was a King Onion walking King around is... EGX, wasn't there? Kind of just like invading everyone's stand. Oh yeah! <laughs> waving his little, his little kind of, I don't know what it is. It like a, it's like a staff thing about, isn't it? And people were getting yeah. really annoyed because it's like, get out of our booth, King Onion! <laughs> I didn't hear anyone shouting that. Although that does remind <laughs> me of, I, I started playing, um, uh. Onion Hotel again because I hadn't played it for a while. Oh yes, <laughs> from from uh, they're called like Onion Games, aren't they? Onion Games, yeah, yeah. And I just I like it because the little voice that goes Onion Time, <laughs> the little cutscenes. Yeah. It's good. Everyone should play Onion Onion Hotel. <laughs> onion Time. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's the story of a guy who checks into a hotel that's sort of onion themed, I guess, and it's run by a mad scientist or something. And then his girlfriend's mm. shoots him. I can't. It's just a game where you just you you tap the screen you as fast as onions. you possibly can. Yeah. Yep. 
made by the man who did Little King's Story, among others. That's this Onion Games is his current new-ish current studio thing. They've just released a new game called Blackbird, which looks well weird. Oh yeah, um, on PC, where you play as this kind of like demonic. You 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 play as a blackbird, but it's like got this giant head and really scary eyes and t- but tiny tiny body. Um, it looks really creepy. <laughs> it's very odd humor. <laughs> well, uh, maybe on that note, we should bid the listener adieu for another week. Uh, and thank them for joining us uh, for this episode, which is definitely not episode 54 of uh, <laughs> the Electronic Wireless Show. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone who's listened. Uh, remember to uh, visit rockpapershotgun.com for all your PC gaming needs, uh, as well as youtube.com forward slash rockpapershot. Uh, and we're also on all your favorite uh, social media networks, or at least two. Uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, look up Rock Paper Shotgun, you'll find us there. Uh, and thank you so much to uh, my lovely co host Brendan. Thank you. <laughs> and, that was uh, my king voice. <laughs> oh, it was good. Thank you, my liege. And uh, to our guest this week, uh, the lovely Catherine Castle, hardware editor. Hello, thank you. Thank you. That was a kind of really bad <laughs> queen voice. <laughs> Thank Imagine you. me kind of waving, doing thank you, yeah. thank you so much, doing a kind of little <laughs> queen, queen wave to the screen. Wave. Well, let's do a queen wave to the listener <laughs> as well. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.